0: Here's the question. Are you a business owner wanting to grow your business, but you're struggling with how your podcast can help? Well, welcome to the show that's about to change all that. I am your host, Cliff Dubenois, and in this podcast, we're taking the problems of podcasting head on. Entrepreneurs like you will share their strategies, tactics, and tips that they use every day with their podcast to make it an effective marketing and revenue tool in their toolkit. Welcome to Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. Hey there, world changers, and welcome to Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. Today, we've got an awesome guest. His mission is to help people get intentional about their career journey. With an MBA in finance and entrepreneurship, our guest today has built a career in online media. He is currently the CEO of Rejoin Media. He's widely co- quoted in goodfinancialclients.com. The Simple Dollar, Reviews.com, The Huffington Post, Forbes, Business Insider, Yahoo News, Ask Men, literally every major publication that's out there. He's the host and executive producer of the Career Cloud Podcast. Please welcome to the show, Mike Garden. Mike, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks, Cliff, for having me. Excellent. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about your business?
1: Yeah, sure. I built a little bit of a career in online media. After selling one of our companies, I came back to doing that full circle again. And what my business really does is we acquire small websites and try to grow them. And as part of that, we acquired careercloud.com several years ago, which had this nifty little podcast going. And uh, as time went on, I said, I really want to get more involved in this podcasting thing. I have a passion for mentorship and helping people see their career options more clearly. And so I just started slowly taking over the podcast a few months ago.
0: Nice. And the the question that I got for you is for the business, because you said you bought it and it actually had a podcast which, which came with it, which I think is absolutely fascinating, by the way. And so what was it that made you decide to start really leveraging the podcast for the business? Yeah, what I'm trying to really do
1: is create a platform for people to the career of their dreams and get really intentional about what they want to do and understand their choices and part of that is inspiration i think a lot of people don't quite don't always come out of college or high school or whatever understanding kind of the landscape of things that you can do to make a living right it's not just get a job climb the ladder and be more successful that way right and so i felt having a podcast can help put it's just a different way of storytelling than online just doing online writing and so i think that is where i'm trying to leverage the podcast going forward trying to find we're in the middle of a retool with it but from a a tactical business level the podcast is just it's another form of content right that's obviously growing as you know and it's another way to leverage authority in a space. When we saw the podcast, it was really about from a business decision. It was really about like, how can we leverage this podcast to get PR, grow credibility, provide links back to our content and grow our website and things of that nature. And so that was what was really the impetus around pulling the trigger on this site.
0: Nice. And the thing is, and I want to go back and and unpack this a little bit and because you were talking before about leveraging the the podcast not only in getting your message out uh, but building authority at the same time when you're doing this. So the the question that I got for you is that from your from coming into podcasting, where did you get exposed to that idea?
1: That's a good question. I'm not sure exactly how to answer it. I think just coming from the media space and understanding how different forms of media and content can help drive, they're all different ways of discoverability, right? So if you look at YouTube, YouTube has its own discoverability engines and so do podcasts and so do, so does online content with search engines. And so all of these things can be leveraged in different ways for the same goal. And so that's really what it, what what the thesis was. And then when we dug into the metrics of the site, we could already see that just organically. Colleges were linking to the podcast as a resource for their students to listen to the podcast uh, nice. if you want career advice and things of that nature. And we were able to like Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneurship Entrepreneur Magazine and things like that have put out articles, and we've been ranked in the top top career job search podcasts to listen to. And so that's all you know sort of organic, natural ways of drawing attention to your platform and what you're.
0: And I think that's really cool because you're bringing up, and this is something that I tell people when they're producing episodes, and maybe they get a little bit tangled up in the fact that they're not getting the the downloads that they're looking for or whatever it is when they start a podcast. But what you're talking about here is that, quite frankly, you really don't know who's listening. And the person that's listening to your content, listening to, to the podcast that's going out there, could be somebody at a university level that says, you know what, our students need to hear this message. And so they go out and they start sharing it with their audience, right? Sharing it with their students. And just like we're talking about Ink Magazine and these other places like that, the moral of the story is you never know who's listening to your content. And that's why it's important to make sure that you put it out there.
1: Yeah, I think that's totally true. And I also think that it's just, it, it's an authoritative form of content that you can then leverage in other ways. So as an example, part of what we do is like, we'll put out studies on recently with remote work and, and things like that. We'll do a study and we'll take Bureau of Labor Statistics data or other governmental data and we'll slice and dice it. And we'll come up with what are the best states for remote work? Like where are people moving to and, and stuff like that. And when we do that, we'll go out and try to promote that to news stations like local news stations. And so they'll link back to the study and get, get more buzz around our site and our platform and what we're and if I'm just Mike garden who acquired career cloud, that's one thing. But when they realize that I'm the host of a podcast that goes out, it just brings authority. And so we've been able to leverage that and get me on local news. I've been on local news in New York city and I've been on the radio in Miami and Atlanta and. Cal, you know, Bakersfield, California, and all of that works together. And I don't think I would have gotten as many or continued to get as many uh, local news spots without being able to say I'm, you know, the host of a pretty
0: well listened to podcast. Yes, definitely. And I think that, and this was something that I talked to with a previous guest on this is that podcasting really does open the door for you to be able to be interviewed and also get speaking engagements as well.
1: Yeah. I don't do a whole lot of speaking for fee, but absolutely. Look, when when somebody reads what you write on the internet or and that's it, they don't understand how you're going to come across to an audience in audio format. Be that on right. an interview, a 30-second interview on the news or in a speaking engagement, but when they can go to an episode and listen to you and, and experience how you come across and how you communicate um, yourself, yeah, it's, it, it's don't tell me, show me. And, and with using a podcast, you're able to hone your skills there and actually show people how
0: you come across. Definitely, definitely. And so the one things that I would like to discuss with you is, yeah, cause I know you, you said you acquired the careercloud.com website, which also came with, you know, a podcast with it. What is the impact that it's had on your business? So we acquired Site in,
1: I believe it was 2017, if I'm uh, not mistaken. And it's really hard to say in terms of the actual impact, taking that down to a bottom line, because when we acquired it, it was part of the foundation. And from a, I guess a business standpoint, there wasn't a whole lot going on, but I do, I would say that it's invaluable because of what I had talked about previously, like in our business, in growing An audience online. It it matters your social reach. It matters the links that you're getting from authoritative websites in the news, like Business Insider and Fox News and places that are linking over to your content. And that's all part of your authority profile. And I think we wouldn't have gotten to where we are without the podcast. So I think it's an integral part of it. I don't know how to quantify that um, super specifically. But then talking about going forward and growing this into, I I, I guess like where we're at is probably stage two of a five or six stage future with the site. And, and so we're well-read, we're authoritative. And I, and again, making this a platform means that where I want to go is be able to come up with much more integrative content around helping people make decisions. And I think the podcast Leveraging the podcast in the future now to provide inspiration to people and to draw in the readers and fill the top level of the funnel is, is where I'm thinking about, is how I'm thinking about using the podcast going forward.
0: Nice. Yeah. Just let you know that I really wasn't looking for a quantitative uh, number. It's like you said before, right? That the podcast has really allowed you and your business to kind of establish yourself really as thought leaders. In this particular space, and because it's helped you to establish it, like we were talking about before, the it's opened the doors for you to be interviewed, get exposed to other people's audience, get quoted in all of these major, uh, you know, publications and everything else. And, and I and I think it's safe to say that if you didn't have the podcast, you wouldn't be getting nearly the visibility that you're getting today.
1: Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely,
0: excellent. And so uh, one of the things that I would like to talk to you about is, because like I said before, I know that you bought the podcast when you bought the domain name, but when you came in there and started taking over the the role of, you know, podcasting and being the host, things like that, what was one of the biggest challenges that you had to overcome?
1: With the podcast specifically?
0: Yes. Yeah, I think it's the same. It, honestly, it's the same challenge
1: that we face today. So I guess like when we bought it, I, I didn't do anything with the podcast. I left it be the way it was. And we had a gentleman who was continuing to churn out episodes because he, he just liked talking about interviews and resumes and getting a job kind of a thing. But I was always, we, we gotta figure out like the right mix of content and what we wanna that that's gonna allow us to grow, grow that top level. And I think we're still messing around with that and. So basically, just to give you a a little bit of a history, again, we had somebody doing the podcast and it wasn't until really June of this past year that I started to do episodes. So I'm myself pretty green in terms of podcasting. But, and I think what, I think, so we're, again, I mentioned that we're in like, we're in a little bit of a content retool and where I want to go, I want to go away from how do you get a job? What should I do with my resume? how interview tips, like that kind of thing to inspiration around career. So I've done a million different things, different careers in my life already. And I want to bring that to people because you can use entrepreneurship, you can use freelance, you can use your passions and interests and build a career and a lifestyle around those things separate from just getting a job. And so where we're going is in the future, again, here is I want to take I want to find really, I want to find people that have very interesting careers and think about the word career differently. And I want to bring that to the podcast platform because that's what provides inspiration for people to think about their career differently. And then as they get familiar with the career cloud brand and the online content, we can continue to roll out products and services that help people build that career of their dream. So it's, so that's a long-winded answer to your question, but the concise answer is it's all about figuring out like the content mix to me and what's going to resonate with what people need for us specifically.
0: Yeah, I really love your answer because the one thing, because people always say when you think about your content and, and the problems that you solve, the, what I just heard from you is that you're interested in being a part of the career journey. It's not just so much about how do you land that first job, but it's how can you get that first job? How can you get that second job? And what I'm hearing from you is really building a career that people can find satisfying, that's the angle that I'm hearing you talk about.
1: Yeah. And it's about taking responsibility um, and being intentional about those decisions as early as possible. Look, I, I went to college. I was fortunate to go to college. I don't feel like I had a great idea of the world's options for what I could do with my life, right? Like I knew finance and I knew accounting and like those things. And so if we can help people to open their eyes at a much earlier age to the ability and really the, I would say, make people understand that it's not as risky as it sounds to do other things and to take chances uh, with your career, when you want to build, when you're building your life, then we're doing a really then if we can do that, we're doing a really good job on that top part of the funnel. And again, that's what I, where I envision the podcast coming
0: in. Right. Tell us, what are some of the successes that you've seen from your podcast? We've gotten some good user feedback and I think
1: user feedback is a little challenging in a podcast scenario, but we've had people write us and say, Hey, like I was, I got laid off and I was, really struggling and I listened to your podcast and a bunch of your old episodes or whatever it was and it got me on track and I was able to get a really good job. Things all. like that we hear all the time and so that's that's a huge validation for what we've done and, and what the previous people have done as well. That's stuff that like I can go to bed at night and feel really good about and then I think from my standpoint like whenever I if I see if I wake up and see that again like Inc.com has listed us like the best career podcast to listen to. That's super duper satisfying.
0: Yeah. I can only imagine if yeah, sitting or checking my email and all of a sudden I found out a major publication was linking back to my stuff, that would be absolutely just killer and it's awesome. And, and it's nice that your audience, the ones, the people you're really impacting and you're really helping out. It's nice that they're able to reach out and actually share their, their wins with you. It's not like they're necessarily being quiet, but they're taking the time out of their schedule to say, Hey, thanks for being able to help me with this knowledge and this value that you've given me.
1: Yeah. And I think when you think about like how busy everybody is in this digital world, it's actually pretty hard to reach out and and do that. I know. You got to go find an email address on a website or something like that. It's not super duper easy and podcasting is even more difficult because a lot of times you're listening to a podcast and you're task switching. You might be like commuting or something and then, okay, you go to your job and you forget about it. There's a kind of a heavy lift to provide that feedback. So somebody has to feel really good and feel really inspired to pull the trigger and write you like a lengthy note like that. So I'm... i I just have to think that there's more out there, right, that are listening and feeling the same way, but haven't gone through those hoops and those steps. So that gets me like feeling good and and motivated to keep going.
0: Yeah, because I think, uh, and you bring up a really good point there, because for, for every person who does reach out to you, when we'll jump through those hoops to reach out and say, thanks, there's probably a thousand other people out there that you have helped as well, who for whatever reason, another, either didn't feel like jumping through those hoops or whatever it is, but they're, they're going to be lifelong listeners because you did help them out. Yeah. Excellent. Now here's a question because I I love that you're, you're retooling your podcast and and you're making it more, uh, making it look like it sounds like more uh, holistic as far as the whole approach to career goes for the entrepreneur out there who has a podcast and maybe they're struggling. What would be one piece of advice that you would give them? I think
1: it, it depends because I think it, it depends on what, what you're trying to accomplish, there are podcasts that could be, I I think to step back, I think the number one thing is you have to figure out where your content, where you want your content to hit your intended audience. So if you're trying to use a podcast to fill up your funnel, that's different than using a podcast to close a sale, (laughs) you know, for instance, right? So I think it's, it's, I think it's actually about like matching up Understanding your user user's journey in whatever the product or service is that you're offering and figuring out where your podcast kind of best matches that. Like, where do you want that information to land when they're in that journey? And then you can figure out everything else. So again, like I've been saying um, over the course of this interview, ours is very much top funnel and we want it to be inspiration. So that's how we're approaching it. And then we went through the exercise of kind of thinking about, okay, like what could we talk about and what are the things that would get people inspired? And to me, that's going to be, that's interviews with really interesting people that have interesting careers and teasing out the nuggets of advice that come with that, but not making it specific about what's the advice. It's more about what's your experience and having listeners hear that. And so that's. Something that like when I started in June, I had an inkling of. And so I did a few episodes, just, you know, talking, reaching out to some of my friends, like that might've been in VC jobs or software engineering or whatever, innovation, consulting, things like that, that are just interesting mm-hmm. and just having conversation with them. And as we got some feedback, it seems like that's the direction makes the most sense for our readers and for providing inspiration. And so we're coalescing around that. We're making plans. To really, I guess, relaunch
0: more wholeheartedly in that direction. So it seems to me that the, one of the things that you're really embracing with the retooling of your podcast is making sure that you're capturing those stories for those people that are building the careers that they really love.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we're not like, we're not trying to be judgmental about what way it has to be. We're just trying to expose people. At this level right and i want people to hear like the decisions that were made i love the story element i love like the historical story element of people's journeys that's one thing about me that i just really love so i love hearing oh i made this decision coming out of college and it was wrong for me okay well why was it wrong like why did you realize it was wrong and how did you choose to do something else like i think those types of Lessons without being advice are super helpful. And that's what like actually resonates with people because people can, can extrapolate that to their circumstance. And I think that's super powerful.
0: They always say that we learn more from our failures than we do from our successes.
1: For sure. That, I mean, that, that's definitely true for me. As I said, I've done a bunch of different things and I, some things have worked out and that's led me to like where I am now and what I do now and i think everybody's got those stories and i think the more the more folks young folks hear those then they're more apt to to take a risk and they're more apt to say okay if this doesn't work like i'm still alive i'm still healthy like it's not it's not going to kill me it's not the worst thing in the world i'm young i can pick it up and i can try something new and i think that's in- inspirational and i think it's mind changing and and if you change somebody's mind like at a young age then change their trajectory. And so that's what I ultimately want to do.
0: Yeah. And I love that you, you pointed that out and I, and I think this is great. And it's something that's worth, you know, exploring is when, when you, when you hear these people tell their stories and they're like, this is a decision I was making and it didn't work out for me. So number one, that's a learning experience for your audience, right? While you were talking about there, if somebody's thinking about making a similar decision, they're like, Ooh, I didn't even think about that particular angle there. But also too, it's that even if you do make a decision and it doesn't work out for you, that's okay because it's just, it's just a hiccup on the road. Things are going to work out. You got to keep making decisions, keep, keep moving forward. So when you talk about making this to be inspirational, I I love that.
1: Yeah, thanks. I, I used to think that progress was always linear. So I always had to be making this linear progress. Everything I did had to be up and to the right on a chart yep and and I, I i've talked about this before on like in a youtube video and stuff but i read this book uh, it's actually behind me i don't know if you can see me cliff but it's behind me it's called the art of learning and there's a chapter in there called investment in loss and what that concept basically means is there's a lot of times you have to stop what you're doing and go backwards to make like a giant leap forward and that wasn't something that had registered to me up until that point i read and but i think it's super powerful like It's not as risky as you think to waste six months of your life on something that failed, right? Like it's not that big of a risk to say, no, I'm going to stop doing X so I can learn Y because I think that's going to get me to Z. And that was powerful for me. That was super powerful for me. And I started looking at kind of risk and career trajectory in like a totally different way. And I'm trying to bring... A little bit of that to people.
0: Nice. I absolutely love it. And for anybody who's listening to the podcast right now, if they want to find you, check out what it is that you're doing, listen to listen to your podcast, maybe check out the retool that's going on. How best can people find you online?
1: If you're on Apple Podcasts or we're on Spotify or other major players, it's Career Cloud Radio. You can just search that. We pop up. The, the website is careercloud.com. It's all one word. And that's got all of our podcast information as well, plus uh, some of the writing stuff that we do. It's got show notes um, and transcriptions of all of our past episodes as well. So those are the big places to find us. You know, we're on, I think we're on Instagram and uh, Facebook and stuff too. I don't, I don't, I don't have the handles offhand. I don't pay as much attention to those, but I'm sure you can find them. I and mean, we are on uh We have a YouTube channel going as well. So you can actually see video of all of our interviews and we do a number of other video based content. So I think the best place to start is just careerclot.com and you can find everything else.
0: Awesome. And for our audience, we will have all those links in the show notes down below. Mike, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. This has been absolutely great. And I thoroughly loved chatting with you about your podcast journey. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys do in the future. Awesome, Cliff. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great rest of your day. Hey everyone, I wanted to let you know that enrollment for our free five-day Start My Business podcast challenge is officially open. If you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking a podcast would be a great way to grow your business, but you're not sure how to start one, then this challenge is for you. This challenge is designed by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Now within the five-day challenge, you'll go from ground zero to having a fully operational podcast that you can use to start growing your business. I'll be sharing with you simple tips and tricks that took me years to learn that will prevent you from spending hours on one episode. Head over to startmybusinesspodcastchallenge.com or click on the link in the show notes down below. We'll see you there.